What's up, everybody? Back with another episode of the Filmaholic Podcast. We haven't done this in a while. I haven't done this in a while. Um, but I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to start doing these uh, podcasts again. Um, I only had a few on here. You know, I was mostly devoted to my YouTube channel. Um, but unfortunately, my MacBook has not been working. So until I can get that situated and back up and going, I'm taking a break from YouTube, from the videos, except for I'm going to be finishing up my One Tree Hill rewatch series. Um, I don't want to separate that onto a podcast. So I am going to record those videos on my phone and get those on YouTube. Um, but other than that, I'm going to switch over for the time being to podcasts and do that format. And then we'll get back to YouTube sometime in the future. Um, but yeah, so today I had a few things I wanted to talk about. Um, I'm going to do a separate um, podcast for WandaVision this week uh, before the next episode comes out Friday kind of break down the season so far and give what my thoughts are, but today I'm going to talk about a little bit about Star Wars, of course, uh, what could my first podcast back be other than Star Wars, right? Um, so I have I have a couple things to talk about. One is the High Republic comic book series. Now I know I usually just talk about film, but I've really gotten into comics more recently. Um, I've always been a fan of comics, but I've really, really been getting into more recently, and especially uh, interested in the Star Wars ones. Um, the High Republic series has been something that's excited me because for a couple different reasons. For a lot of people, it excites them because it's something new. Um, I was talking to one guy at the comic shop I was at the other day, and he was just saying how, you know, he was tired of seeing stuff, everything with, like, Skywalkers and all this, which I'm a little bit on a different page of that. Like, keep up with that stuff as long as it's new, as long as it's filling in time periods that, um, are new to me. Like I just read recently when I went to actually the other week, I went to grab, um, the first is first two issues of the high Republic. And they were already out of the second printing of the first issue. Um, so I went ahead and got the second issue, but I haven't been able to read it until, um, the, the third printing of the first issue came out, which I got, uh, tonight. So I just read both of them. and I'm going to talk about that. But while I was there, I picked up a few um, other books, and one of them was, uh, the lady recommended me, was The Rise of Kylo Ren, which I highly recommend, recommend. Um, definitely if you're a fan of the sequel trilogy, if you're a fan of Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, um, check that out. But even if you're not, um, well, I mean, if you hate the sequels in general, and I have a lot of issues, but if, you know, maybe not, but... If you want more backstory into him and filling in dots, definitely check it out. Um, the author did a great job. Um, he's actually writing, or he wrote, the first uh, High Republic novel that it's out already. So I'm excited to get that and read that because he did. He just he really understands Star Wars. Um, I like his voice. But that that's comic actually. Because uh, Ben is one of my favorite characters. I, I think they did, did a great job in the sequel trilogy with him before Rise of Skywalker. Um, but, you know, God, you guys know how I feel about that movie. I've made it pretty clear. Um, but I am going to rewatch that, unfortunately, soon. I'm currently watching Star Wars Resistance, um, which isn't great. But uh, And I was going back and forth of whether I wanted to... Watch that because, you know, I've done a rewatch recently starting with episode one and then went through the prequels and Clone Wars and, and Rebels and the, and the original trilogy and rewatched Mandalorian season one and two. Um, and before I do the, the sequel trilogy, I am, I am doing uh, Star Wars Resistance or at least part of it before it ties in with the, 
the sequels. The animation, I'm actually, I kind of dig it uh, in Star Wars Resistance. It's new, um, but it works for me. Uh, I just wish it was a different story. Because um, it's just, it's not tying in that much other than, hey, here's Poe or here's Captain Phasma. And it's just not a tie-in done correctly. Like Rebels, they bring these characters in, but it, you know, they have their own story. And it's enough, there's so much in Rebels to love. And I'm only five episodes. I've only finished five episodes of Resistance. So maybe it gets better. Maybe I'll enjoy it. But just as of right now, it's just really bland to me. I don't care about what they're doing. I mean, there's no, like, I'm really into the Force um, side of things. And I I don't think that's going to be anywhere in this show. Um, But yeah, so, and I'll talk more about that when I finish it. But... Anyways, back to the Rise of Kylo Ren. Got that. Read it. Great. Fills in the dots of the night that uh, Ben woke up and saw Luke standing over him. What happened following that. Um, the young Jedi that tried to stop Kylo. Him not wanting to hurt them. Him ended up you know, going and seeing Snoke. There's lots of stuff in there that I want to learn more about. Um, and lots of cool visuals. Like the, the ship that Snoke is on. Uh, in that comic with uh, just all this plant life and, and just interesting stuff that could have been really cool in the films we didn't see. Um, and then Kylo ends up joining. Well, I don't want to spoil it all, but it's really cool. Fills in the dots, adds some more uh, backstory, and actually it says some more questions too, so that may bother you, but I'm hoping that goes somewhere. I would love to you know, get a novel about Kylo and, and more about that period um, expanding on it more than you could even tell in a comic, but the, the High Republic, I read it, um, and it's solid, I like the first two issues, I'm excited for issue number three, uh, which will come out, I think this March 3rd, I believe, let me look here, it does tell at the end, yeah, March 3rd, we're getting issue number three, and then, uh, the fourth issue will come out, uh, in April, and then in May, we'll get the fifth issue. Um, but it introduces, you know, it's this is, I think it's been stated, I don't, it doesn't tell uh, actually in the comic how many years before, but I believe it's 200 years um, before episode one. And if you look, if you as soon as you open both of these issues, they have at the front uh, the Star Wars timeline, which I like it, not because I need it, because I do know, but if you're not, if you're not like familiar with everything and you're wanting to just dive into something new and something fresh and without having to go and watch everything else, this is something that you can jump into really without having, I mean, you should always watch, you know, the original films and whatnot, but without having any knowledge of Star Wars, you can jump right into this because there's nothing so far that takes place before this, at least in canon. This is... This is the, 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 the beginning. Um, of course, there's been stuff alluded to with the Old Republic and canon, but the Old Republic isn't canon yet in terms of those stories. So, yeah, in the timeline here, we got the High Republic, we got Fall of the Jedi, Reign of the Empire, Age of Rebellion, the New Republic, and Rise of the First Order. Those are the big um, markers throughout the Star Wars timeline as of right now. Um, 
which I do find it interesting, kind of at the top. I don't know if it's just there for looks, but it does have little dots uh, above the High Republic. So kind of signaling that they're going to go back that way to me at some point. Um, but we'll see. Um, in the High Republic, that's what the comic book series that they're doing right now. Um, that's where they got some novels coming out in the air. And the Fall of the Jedi, obviously that features the uh, prequel trilogy as well as Clone Wars and then the Reign of Empire. That's where you got Bad Batch, which I'm excited about. It's coming out sometime this year. Uh, Solo's in that era, and also the Kenobi series will be in that uh, time period. Age of Rebellion, that features the original trilogy plus Rebels. The New Republic only has the Mandalorian so far, but it's also going to you know, have um, Ranger of the New Republic when that comes out, the Book of Boba Fett's. Uh, Soka, all of that's going to be in this era, and the Rise of the First Order obviously features Resistance and the sequel trilogy. Uh, that's what starts you off, and then it has you know the opening intro, gives a little brief summary. Uh, the first two paragraphs here, um, the crawl tells what this comic series is going to be about, but then as I've read both of these two issues, the third paragraph tell uh, this comic in particular, which I like, and. We're introduced to pretty much our main character, I think. Uh, this Jedi, uh, she is completing the. Tr she's working on the trials in the first issue, um, which kind of don't don't go as as planned. But she's there with her master on this planet, um, who Rodanthian, I think, is how it's um, pronounced. Uh, the same uh, species as Bosk. Um, and he's lost an arm, which, you know, I saw that on the cover of the second issue, and I was curious what had happened in the first issue, but then I, I looked at the first issue I got today, and he already had lost the arm. And that actually happens before the issue, um, that you find out he got in a fight with the villains that they're setting up, which are not the Sith. There's something new, and I'm excited to find out about that. We see them, we see one of them a little bit um, in one of the issues, um, the second issue. But there's something definitely going on with her master that we're not sure about, um, other than you know the fact that he did lose his arm to those uh, people before the series starts. And then um, she goes through the trials in these issues. Um, like I said, they don't go how she ex expects. Um, but her character is pretty cool so far. I like her. She's got a double uh, double bladed green lightsaber, something I haven't seen in Star Wars before. I like it. Um, her master has a blue lightsaber. All the lightsabers definitely feel more prequel era. They feel more um, of, just, of just that time period before prequels and everything. New, uh, shiny. I like that. That's what I'm most excited about because it's not me. You know, when people talk about, oh, it's just Luke Skywalker again and all this. People, some people had that reaction with Mandalorian and I completely disagree with that. You know, keep, keep giving me incredible stories um, with characters that we know, and I'm fine with that as long as it's in a new period that, that fills in something different. You know, that's what I'm getting a little annoyed. Like, I'm not excited for the Andor show. I'm going to watch it. I hope it's great. I liked Rogue One, um, but I'm just not interested in the Andor show for, for various reasons. The character didn't really uh, grab me in that movie, but I'm tired of the original trilogy time period let's you know mandalorian's not you know that's five years later we're going into a new a new time uh filling in those dots between episodes six and seven i'm excited to explore that even more um we really haven't filled in that whole 19 year uh gap between episode three and four we've we've 
you know, jumped around in that period with Solo, uh, with Rebels getting closer to the original trilogy. Kenobi's going to fill in that more. Um, but I wouldn't mind another Vader series or Vader movie in that time period. Um, there's probably other stuff that you could do during that time period as well, but that's the main thing I want. Um, oh, the Cure Mall thing, uh, Crimson Dawn, I would love to have that. Solo 2, if that was to ever happen as a Disney Plus series, I would love to have it. Um, but yeah, new new time periods I'm very interested in. Or you know, before the fan before Phantom Menace, before the prequels, I, I'm which is what we're getting with High Republic, and that's two hundred years. Two hundred years of time that they now have starting with this first, you know, comic issue. Um I'm assuming I think this takes place before the book, but it might run at the same time. I'm not sure yet, and when I do read the book I'll I'll talk about that in a podcast as well. But there's so much time there that for us to fill in the gaps and, and everything. And they are actually making that one show on Disney Plus, um, The Acolytes, which is going to take place during the High Republic. I think it's at the tail end of the High Republic, but I'm not sure. Um, so, yeah, all of this, I'm thinking that all of this, the comics, the novels, everything, are going to lead up to that show. So the people who have really invested in all of this are going to be, is going to be a payoff. Um, of course, I think, you know, you can jump into the show, too, and not have read all this, but I think it's definitely going to add to it, and it's really going to excite people. I hope these characters tie into that. Um, and I hope that show is more about the dark side of the Force, about the Sith, because I don't think they're going to show up uh, in these books, and these comics, for that much, because... You know, until Phantom Menace, they're pretty much in hiding, doing their own thing. Uh, Darth Maul says that, you know, that we can finally reveal ourselves uh, to Sidious in, in Episode 1. But I'm curious, you know, will Plagueis show up in the High Republic? Will we finally, will there be a retelling of, of that novel, that story? Will Palpatine show up towards the end of the High Republic? We, the only familiar character that we we got in here, because we do have several new characters, we got... Um, the main, which I feel like is our lead here, um, her master, a couple other Jedi, and this uh, leading lady. Uh, there's this thing called the Starlight uh, Beacon, new kind of like space shuttle that's out there. They're exploring. Um, well, that's part of the, the, the main store here. Um, the Republic is about to launch Starlight Beacon into the far reaches of the Outer Rim. So that's, you know, they're exploring new parts, going to see, introducing us to new creatures that we haven't seen. It's all very exciting, all of that. Um, but yeah, uh, Yoda. Actually, the guy, Grandmaster's, uh, I think it's Veter, how you pronounce it? V-E-T-E-R, um, and Yoda. Or I think both of them can be seen in... Phantom Menace, but that could be just some guy who looks similar to that guy um, on the Jedi Council. I'm not, I'm not 100% on that, but Yoda is in this. Obviously, he's 200 years younger than he is when we meet him in the prequels, but he's still not like not a young guy. Still got some gray hair. Looks a little bit different, you know. Definitely looks a little bit younger, but uh, still got the cane. Um, but he's only got like, you know, he's only only one, one or two pages here. Um, so we're definitely going to touch back with him, I, I'm assuming, in a couple issues. But just kind of a brief cameo. And it's really, they did a good job setting up this new character. Um, I like her already. Um, her dialogue. Back and forth. Her attitude. Um, 
they've done a good job with. All the characters are pretty interesting so far. Um, and I like, I like the drawings, uh, the illustrations. You know, the end of the first issue, there is, um, or towards the end of the first issue, there's one image of lots of people, lots of Jedi with their sabers up in the air, um, which is a really cool visual. I think that's on some promotional work, marketing material, for the High Republic. Uh, but in that, you know, you mainly see blue and green, which are the uh, the most common lightsaber colors on the Jedi. But you do see person, someone person over to the right here with a purple one, so I'm interested. Are we going to... Uh, Yoda's in that shot too, by the way. Um, I wonder if we're going to get any detail about him, because he he's the only one in this uh, image that has a purple lightsaber. Um, maybe they'll finally into canon and talk about that. Um, you know, the, the reasoning behind purple, because we've, we've had that in non-canon, but I don't think we've ever had one in canon fully speak about uh, why, you know, purple. Maybe in a visual dictionary, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, I do find it interesting, even that's why you don't have a yellow lightsaber. Um, I feel like the only time that someone's had a yellow lightsaber other than the end of Rise of Skywalker was in Clone Wars. Um... The people that worked at um, the Jedi Temple. But yeah, uh, both of these issues, pretty good. I'd recommend checking them out. Um, they did just come out with that third printing. So if you if you want to get into it, if you haven't got issue number one, go get issue number one and issue number two. I'd grab them both. Then uh, you have some time to, to read those before March 3rd, which is when the issue three comes out. Um, and actually, issue number two, there's a, there's a part um, where they're, they're called out to a distress call, and it just, I had, like, different visuals in my, like, I mean, obviously you have these pictures here, but I had, it reminded me of different things. It reminded me of Ad Astra, it reminded me of there's different spe space things that weren't really Star Wars related, um, but that's in a good way, like, bringing things in of, like, a shuttle that's, like, been torn apart and people dead floating in space and uh i just I, I haven't seen anything like this in star wars before so that's that's cool um maybe alien kind of reminds me of that in a way um then we have a hut a hut shows up in one of these issues as well so yeah they, they've both been pretty good um i haven't talked about uh mandalorian season two uh in a podcast or video Except for like at the beginning of the season, I was going to do a whole thing about it on my, uh, my channel and then I didn't get around to it. Um, but overall, I love season two. I think season two of Mandalorian is overall the best thing from Star Wars that we've gotten since uh, the original trilogy. Um, yeah, because I mean, it's, de well, it's definitely better than season one. I loved it. Um, season one was solid. I liked season one a lot, but season two took it a whole number level. And it also helps that I've watched everything now, including Clone Wars and Rebels. Um, so, you know, Ahsoka, Bo-Katan, um, these characters that have popped up in season two of Mandalorian, and even just Ma Mandalore and Mandalorians in general, like I know more knowledge about now. So it adds to the story for me and adds uh, the emotional impact, all the, these characters coming back. And I'm really excited for all the future Star Wars stuff that uh, I can do a separate video on at some point and talk about all of that, uh, not video, <laughs> podcast at some point, and talk about all of that different stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
most of the episodes in season two were five stars for me. There were like two episodes, I think, that were four stars. Um, episode two and episode four. Uh, they were both really good, but they were the worst. They're not worst, but my least favorites of the season. Um, yeah, but, I mean, even episode one started off with a five star for me. I love the introduction of Cobb Vamp. I really hope we see Timothy Oliphant return to Star Wars again. Um, hopefully in... I don't know if it'll be Mandalorian season three, um, but I really would love if he was the lead of that Rangers of the New Republic show. Um, I don't really know what that's going to be about yet, if it's going to be about, you know, just X-Wing pilots, because if that's the case, I'm not exactly interested, but I'll, I mean, I'll watch it, but um, I had really thought that it was going to be about Cara Dune, um, which, I mean, I wasn't excited about that character having her own show anyways i was hoping that it would be like her and Cobb Banff and some other marshals but obviously three they're not going to bring uh carano back or they're going to recast um which was you know good on lucasfilm for doing that i prefer that just not bring that character back or say the character died because i'm not a huge fan of recasting um but if they do they do um it could still work. Um, but, I mean, it just really depends, I think, if her character was in that Ranger show, what that show's about, because I don't think you need to even have her in Mandalorian Season 3 um, if it's going to be about what I think it's going to be about um, with them going to Mandalore and dealing with the dark saber, the, yeah, the, um, the saber and all of that stuff. So the ending of Mandalorian Season 2 was great for me. Um and Boba Fett was great, by the way, too. Like, I'm so excited for that Boba Fett show. And I wasn't even somebody who felt that we needed more Boba Fett. But they blew me away with him in season two. Um, his episode six, uh, directed by Robert Rodriguez, was just was brilliant. Um, I can't wait to see what they do. And that after credit scene blew me away. Um, but, you know, the whole season, even before this season, I kept saying, Luke's going to have to come in at some point. That has to be the Jedi that comes in at some point. And then I started talking myself out of that at one point uh, before we got the Ahsoka episode. Because I was like, maybe they're not going to do it. Maybe Ahsoka is going to be the Jedi that ends up taking Baby Yoda. Um, now we know is Grogu. Um, maybe she's going to take him. Maybe they're going to go in that route. Maybe they're going to go into the unknown regions. But then when the episode happened and she didn't take him and she set up this, you know, he's going to go and he's going to call out. I was like, it has to be Luke. If it's not Luke, it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't. You know, the people are like, oh, you're making the galaxy smaller. No, that's not true. If, if, you did, if you had that happen in the show and it wasn't Luke, first of all, it diminishes Luke's character. Because what was he doing that he couldn't hear Grogu? Um, why wasn't he strong enough to hear the child? And it also begs the question of like how many other Force-sensitive people were that strong like Luke to be able to uh, hear the child, hear Grogu. Because um, there was a couple other people they could have thrown in. There's that video game character, I think it's from uh, The Jedi Fallen Order. I haven't played that game. Um, and I definitely, I, so, you know, that character be, could be cool. I've seen some clips and stuff from YouTube, whatever, but I definitely didn't want that to be the case. There's another character uh, from the prequels that uh, lived. Um, I'm blanking on his name right now, but he was also in that Dark Disciple book. They could have went that direction. Um, 
but then again, I don't know. That just that just leaves big plot holes for Luke. I think if you bring in somebody else, uh, I know lots a lot of theories out there at, at one point had thought Mace Windu was going to come back, and that would have just been completely completely stupid. Um, I'm not against them doing something, Mace Windu, uh, make you know, kind of retconning his death and having him still be alive. But if you're going to do that, I would have it take place before Episode Four, um, during that time period of the 19 years. Um, I would really dig like an Apocalypse Now type storyline with Mace Windu, and he's like off on his own and got like a cult and all this different stuff. Um, and that's got to end, of course, with Vader end up showing up and, and finishing Mace Windu off uh, for good. I, I definitely didn't want him to have like survived and was around in the time of Mandalorian because that just what were you doing dude you just didn't care about anything but the empire after you fell out the window and were thrown out the window whatever um but it was luke nonetheless um and if you're listening to this and you haven't watched it come on what are you doing um but yeah it it was luke you know i didn't lose my mind because i can't help but look at spoilers on uh on Twitter and stuff before I watched an episode and I saw the green lightsaber scene that was similar to Vader's, which I thought they did that, uh, fantastically. Uh, I'm trying it's everything that episode was, was just really brilliant. Um, I loved how it tied all these characters together. Um, how they made the move not only to bring Luke in, but have him take Grogu. So we're going into season three now without him, which Disney's Lucasfilm, they're not going to let Grogu go completely. Like, the, he'll be back at some point. I'm hoping they don't bring him back in Mandalorian until the, the final episode of the series, the ending. Um, so we can have, like, a, you know, a reunion between him and Din in the last episode. Um, for whatever reason, he shows up. Uh, there's lots of questions, though, that they're going to have to answer moving forward in terms of, of Grogu, though. Uh, like, how. Where is he at during the time of the sequel trilogy? Um, and in case you're wondering, you know, Ben didn't actually do uh, the massacre at the temple and, and the fire and everything. He only had that scene with Luke, and then he left. Um, he was going towards the temple as it exploded, so I'm assuming that was Snoke who did that. It's not really completely explained um could Grogu have been in there maybe but there's also a line in a flashback in that Rise of Kylo Ren a comic that Luke points out uh you know he has all these students but it kind of kind of insinuates that Ben was his first student but whatever you can kind of get past that um but he also says that uh he's Luke says that he's the last Jedi as of right now because the, the students are just students and they're not actual Jedi yet. So at the time of that uh, graphic novel, Grogu is not a Jedi. Um, so that's interesting. So he's either still training the Luke after all those years, which, you know, I don't know when that graphic novel exactly takes place. It has to take place at least six years before Force Awakens, I think uh, would be when he was his turn probably was, at least six years and so the flashback that he had in that would have to take place before that. Um, 
is you know is Grogu still there? Did he did he stop training to be a Jedi, kind of like Leia, and go to off and do his own thing? Did he go and maybe do an Ahsoka type thing where he left being a Jedi but still uses the Force? And maybe he's with Ahsoka out in the unknown regions. We don't even know really in the sequel trilogy if Ahsoka's dead. It was kind of insinuated as well in Rise of Skywalker, but as Dave Filoni has pointed out, that doesn't necessarily mean that she's dead just because you heard her voice. So, lots of things, lots of open questions, um, you know, and, and we have all this material, these comics, these novels, all the things that we can fill in, and I'm excited about that. Um, of course, I have issues with the sequel trilogy, and I don't like where you deliberately, you know, leave out all this stuff in movies. And then I feel the need I have to go read the book. You know, I like to read the book and stuff to fill in questions and, and stuff that I want to know more about, but I should still be able to, to enjoy the stuff in the movie and understand everything without having to. Um, it should add add to the movies. And, yeah, that was just a mistake that they did with this trilogy and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about today. Just I was excited that I got these. High Republic issues, and wanted to talk about with you guys, and um, I'd like to know what you, what everyone else thinks about these. Um, I'm putting this on Spotify and everything. I'm recording this with uh, Anchor, but I've also there's another app called Stereo. Um, I'm gonna try out soon. Hopefully, I can get um, a bell, maybe Ethan on there, and and try it out because I wasn't able to figure out. Um, on this app, how to get get somebody in and talk to them, and I, I'd rather do podcasts with other people, so you know we can bounce off of each other rather than me just sitting here talking. But until then, um, I will keep putting out these anchor ones. Uh, the next next day or so, I'm going to do a WandaVision um, podcast and put that out because um, I'm excited to jump into that, and I'm going to kind of write my thoughts out for each episode, so I'm a little bit more organized. Um, but thanks for listening guys and, uh, see you guys next time.